I'm going to tell you something that's hard to hear. You're not getting leads from social media because you're posting the wrong stuff. But hey, it is okay. If you're already posting for your business, you're doing the hard part. So way to go. But on this episode, we're going to walk you through the five types of content you need to be posting to drive more leads to your business. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, where we help you set and reach new milestones in your home service business. My name is Matthew Armstrong, and I'm your host. And on this episode, we're talking about what content to post on your social media that will actually help you get more leads for your home service business. Now, make sure to stick around because we're going to give you a resource at the end that will help you know what to post and when to post it. I'm here with Matt Allen, Check's Director of Education and Reluctant Social Media Manager. What's going on, dude? Okay. Now, before we jump in, this podcast is brought to you by Check. Check is the business management app that we built to help you organize and automate your small service business so that you can leave all your admin in the field. Now, if you run a small or solo service business, then you go register for Check for free today by hitting the link in our show notes or go to hellocheck.co and hit download to start your 14-day free trial. No credit card required, so there's no risk. So, Matt, Before we get into the specific tactics, I want to start with some of our foundational philosophies that we share around why businesses should be posting on social media. Now, if you haven't listened to our podcast on why you should use social media to help grow your business, go back and listen to that. But let's hit our incredible listeners with some of those recaps. Sure. Okay. So what I love about social media marketing at the end of the day, it is really the only form of marketing that it only costs you time, right? All the other types of marketing out there, whether you're printing flyers, signs, paying for advertising, it costs you money. Social yeah. media, social media. if you don't have any marketing budget, you can do social media marketing because it costs you nothing, right? So that's the first point. The other, po- the other point I wanna make is that when you post on social media, it lives on, right? And we've talked about this in other episodes, but it lives forever. on forever. That's right. right. And so you can continue to reap the benefits of the time that you put in. It lives on your page, right? It's what we call evergreen content. When you put up advertising and you're spending money on advertising, that's a one-time shot. When it, somebody scrolls past and sees your advertising, you get dinged on your account. You're paying for that. When they scroll past, it's gone gone forever right that money's gone and the ad's gone it's not on your page right so that's one of the most like one of the coolest things about posting organically is that it lives on i think the other the other thing that's great about it is it lets you showcase your work right and so when before you get hired people need to feel like they can trust you and one of the ways that you can build trust is by showing off and showcasing your work. So I love our industry. I love the home service industry because the before and afters are awesome, Yeah. right? Like whether it's like, you know, clean stripes, crispy edges for lawn care, whether it's like, you know, the before and after on- Pressure washing is so good to me. Window washing, like when the little squeegee squeegee dances. I think also, you know, landscaping Mm -hmm. when somebody, somebody doesn't have any landscaping and you come in and plant new trees, all of that, like before and after. So we are set up well 
as an industry to showcase our work. It's very visual, yes. right? So that's an important thing. I think the last thing is actually I'm going to make two more points real quick. We're going to get into this deeper, but you can become sort of an authority in your field and that also builds trust. And we're going to talk about this as we go on, how to become that authority or how people to see, see how people will see you as an authority. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is this idea of network effect. People like to share stuff that they find interesting. So if you create, again, the pressure washing, the before and afters, we're going to go into this, but like it allows shareability and to extend past what advertising could ever do for you. So go listen to that podcast episode if you have not listened to it already. We cover which platforms you should be focusing on, some best practices. But now that we're all bought into using social media right. to, to promote our business, let's dive into the five types of content that we can leverage to grow our businesses and actually drive valuable leads into the business. Yeah. So the, the first type of content is what we call... We want to inform our clients, right? And so it's pretty simple. Your job is to keep your clients aware of what is going on seasonally or within your industry. You don't even have to even come up with this stuff, right? So maybe you follow other industry players. Maybe you follow, like I personally follow LSU Agriculture Department because they're always posting stuff about the season. All I have to do is take that and share it on my own, mm -hmm. right? And share it on my own page. And then my customers or people who, who are following me get to see that, right? Maybe you're talking about what time of the year is the best time to clean your house. What time is the best time of the year to plant certain vegetables, right? These are all things that you can inform your clients that can lead to jobs. For example, I would always post, like there's a very specific time here in, here in the South when is the time to prune your roses? And people love their roses. Mm -hmm. And we loved pruning roses. It was a good, like, high-profit task for us. And so I was dedicated to posting and getting the word out to all my existing clients yeah. through social media that it was time to prune the roses. And then the phone starts ringing. Hey, I saw that it's time to prune the roses. Can you prune my roses, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's a great example of how you can use social media to inform your clients of, of industry best practices. That's great. I'll take it to the next one is to entertain. This is your favorite. Now, this is my favorite because one thing you need to know about me is that I spend a tremendous amount of time on social media. I freaking love memes. I love laughing. At the end of a good hard day's work, nothing uh, I, I enjoy not many more things than just to sit and laugh. And now my wife gets on me for this because it'll be like peaceful and quiet. And then she'll just hear me cackling in the other room. <laughs> but anyways, like, I, I, you know, a, as a general rule, people like to be entertained. And if you can be someone who helps entertain them with your industry information, that's a big deal. Because again, with home services, and a lot of them being visually appealing, that can be entertaining in and of itself. But you, I believe you can even combine what you just talked about, informing, in a way that is visually appealing to make it entertainment. That's actually how we started off on our TikTok. A lot of the stuff that, that I was posting on a regular basis was a lot of information, and that really was helping educate people. 
And that actually was entertaining because I packaged it in a visually appealing way. You can do this through filming it in a way that no one else has ever done it. Thank you to GoPro Max for mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that, that we posted early on. A lot of people had never seen lawn care filmed in 360, so I was able to do things with that that, that was just by itself. If I just didn't post any, if I never scripted one out or I just posted that footage, no one had seen that before. And since then, people have gone on to copy it, and I love that because what's the saying like, copying is one of the highest forms of flattery. flattery right. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I love that. I love that. But that is that is one way that you can entertain. Another one is like just straight up memes, like doing those different things. Right, like right. I love that. A friend of a friend of check is Ken with the Stripe Life. The dude kills it on lawn care memes. Like Yeah, funny stuff. Funny love stuff. Love that yes. stuff. Shout out to Ken. Um shout out to Ken with the Stripe Life. This is amazing at it. And and like he'll get so many likes. Like his memes get so many likes. And I love it. Another thing that I think is is a big opportunity, but probably overlooked because a lot of people feel awkward, is following cultural trends, but put it in your context for whatever service you offer. Someone who absolutely destroys this is that lawn dude on TikTok. Uh, Chase Stetson just <laughs> like just kills the game. It's like, I mean, I laugh so yeah. hard at, yeah. his, at find, his stuff. Go ahead and find that guy and follow him on TikTok. You will so, laugh so hard. So funny. so funny. Good guy, too. Look, we, we hung out last year at GIE, I, now Equip Expo, but yeah, man, he's I, I do want to say, I, I do want to say the listeners, yeah. like, especially like myself, like, I'm not one to go ham it up in front of a camera. Sure. And so I feel a little awkward, but what we do in and of itself to, to our customers is actually entertaining. Yeah. So even if it's just setting your phone up on a tripod and set it up to time lapse, you know, it's where it's like the yes. super fast forward. Yeah. Where you're just like pressure washing, cutting the lawn, cleaning the windows, cleaning the pool. People watch that stuff. It's oh yeah. Boring for us because we're we live it. Yeah. It's the day in day it's out. The day in the day out. But there's the, there's this trend on social media right now. It's all the oddly satisfying stuff yeah. like mm -hmm. that type of hashtag that one goes off right now i would say more than lawn care pressure washing is mm -hmm. the is the winner in the oddly satisfying or even some of the cleaning stuff mobile detailing mobile is another detailing, yeah. massive one even the but, window washing where yes. it's just like nasty and dirty before and then yes. that pink stuff goes on there and then whoosh, oh the, yeah the dancing with the the squeegees. It's so appealing. Watch that. Someone I'm not a window cleaner. Someone who kills that is is Steve O, the window cleaner. Mm -hmm. We just we interviewed him at huge convention. Dude, that that dude gets millions of views because <laughs> it's just so fun to watch his stuff. But it, it it's entertaining. The only thing I would say with this, and we talk about this in another in another in the other episode about social media, and one of the reasons why you should split your personal and your business social media. The pointer here is to just keep it tasteful. Like yeah. this is your business. You don't want to post anything that would harm your ability to come across as a professional. Yes. First and foremost, you're here to make money and do it in a profitable way and getting a little loose with what you post and stuff like that could hurt your business. It could hurt your business, yeah. If you want to post that stuff, go do it on your personal. No big deal. It's probably going to cross over because the world is smaller than it ever has been nowadays. But I just say keep it tasteful. Yeah, but I think also a... like be aware of your friends and family member because mm -hmm. you, you're going to get researched by your clients and they're going to go, you know, they're going to look at your business page. But if your business page and your like personal page are so intertwined, they're going to see like old, old posts from family members that maybe you don't want them to see. True, true. But all that to say, 
entertainment, especially with home services, is a massive opportunity because there's not a ton of people out there doing it super, super well. But before we keep going, I want to give a quick plug for the Check app. The Check app automates all your routine admin so that you can have all that mess done before you get home. That's right. You get home, you shower, you kick back, you crack open a nice cold LaCroix, and then you flop onto the couch. No big deal. If you have to go home and open a laptop to catch up on your admin, what are you doing? That's 2020. 2020 sucked. So ditch your laptop, ditch your admin, leave that junk in the field and reduce stress, spend less time on admin and spend more time actually earning money with check. Here's a real review from Andrew826738. Wow, very specific. This app is very simple and easy to use. I've used this app for the whole summer and spring and I've loved it. Can't wait to use it for the fall. Well, wait no longer, Andrew, because the fall is upon us. Anyways, five-star review right there. And I want us to get back to the episode. Hit us with type number three, Matt. Engagement. Number three, engagement. I, I love engagement. I love, there's there's a lot of fun stuff you can do with this. What I mean by engagement is getting your customers and your clients to, to share what you post, yeah. right? So step number one in this is become friends or followers with your current clients. So ask them to like or follow your page, ask them to follow whether it's on Instagram or Facebook. We cover this in another, another episode of why Facebook and Instagram are better for small localized service businesses so we should probably just make this like a one and two part thing but the idea is that you know people get millions of likes on tiktok yeah doing funny stuff but that doesn't help you get more clients what we're trying to do is is help you make content so that your existing clients can share that with their family and friends because that's what's gonna a million likes isn't gonna get you more clients if those people are like you know thousands of miles away but if they share it with their neighbors, their family, and their friends who are in the same area where you service, that's going to get you more clients. That's a win. Yeah, that's a win. So how do you do that? Well, you know, once you're connected, ask them if you can tag them on a picture. Take a before and after, or just the after, and tag them. Mm-hmm. People like the, oh, you know, he tagged me, he, you know, and I might share that with my, hey, look, this is my house. This, you know, look, yeah. at, look at what happened after somebody... You know, the landscapers came in and just like, y'all killed it, right? Yeah. Mulch, plants, trees. It just looks amazing. But then give them the credit. Look at how good Mrs. Johnson's yard looks right now. Yeah, exactly. They then can share that with their family and friends. And it all links back to you. Yeah. The other way is to create fun contests. So I love this one. You, let's say you take pictures or even video of before and after of four clients. And then you put it up on social media, you tag them and the winner of this contest. And so you win by getting votes. People, people comment on the, on the post and say which one they want to vote for. You count those up. Whoever got the most votes gets a free, whether it's a free cut, if you're in lawn care, you know, 10% off, depending on, you know, if it's pressure washing, it's more. Mm -hmm. But the idea is you give away something for free. Mm -hmm. Then you say, you tell those four clients, share this with everybody, you know and try to get the votes because then you get the free thing. Mm -hmm. So you just incentivize them to share this all over their own social media to get votes. I mean, it's, it kind of is just mind blowing how well this can work Mm -hmm. because you're getting, you're getting out there and getting out in your community. So another rendition of that, that would expose you to even probably more, more potential clients Mm -hmm. is to say, Hey, like, 
like this photo, follow the page, and tag two friends for a free whatever. Sure. But yeah. then what you're getting is honestly a list of people who want your services. Like someone's mm -hmm. not going to engage with that if they don't need your service. And so by putting out a contest that's structured like that, saying like, I'm gonna choose someone from the comments who you know who liked, followed, and commented on this post, you're literally seeing people who may need your services and then you can go and follow up with them later on. Yeah, so again, we're leveraging <laughs> the, the network effect, the yeah. shareability that just doesn't happen in advertising. That's right. Um, and being intentional about that. Yeah. So type number four is to educate. Now look here, you are the professional. If you run a service business, you are the person who they should trust because you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. And so some of the things that might seem the most simple to you could be the most profound things to your followers or to your potential clients. No matter the case, whenever you throw out and do a little bit of humble brag on the knowledge that you know about, like Matt said, you could be informing them. Informing and educate might be a little bit, you know, feel a little similar, but if you're telling them and you're educating them on when they should be doing something, or if you're in pressure washing, if you're talking to them about a certain type of mold, mildew, whatever, and how you would treat it, what chemicals to use and stuff like that, that's gonna be over their head. And so whenever, you speak about those types of things, you come across as the professional, which what what does that do? That builds trust. And whenever someone does end up needing your service, guess who's they're, who they're going to call? It's not Ghostbusters. I can promise you that. It's going to be you, okay? Don't be afraid to record things that seem very mundane or day-to-day -day or simple to you and just walk people through that. So, okay, yeah, a couple of examples. You could do a verbal walkthrough over footage of your service. You could even explain how and why you price certain things. So you're educating them on the value that you are bringing. And then also like using your specific industry, your specific services to talk to them about what is best to do and when. So for example, if you're a landscaper, talk to the people in your area about what plants, what shrubberies, what flowers and everything is best to plant and when, okay? So what you're basically saying is, I know what I'm talking about, I'm competent, I'm a professional, and you should hire me because I know a lot of information that is not necessarily worth your time to go and learn to be able to execute at the same level that I can easily, boom. And, and we're not saying like that you need to stage this stuff up. Sure. This is just like, so let's say yes. you, again, going back to the landscaper example, mm -hmm. like you had a conversation with the customer and you already recommended that tree to them for a specific reason yes. in that specific place. Now it's time to plant it. They agreed with you. They bought, they agreed to, to pay you for the tree and your services to plant the tree. Now in the process of planting it, record yourself. So if, again, yes. It's a selfie, it's set it up on a tripod, or if you don't wanna be on video, just take pictures of the process and then type out mm -hmm. why you did what you did, mm -hmm. right? So this is, it's opportunistic. You don't have to make this stuff up. You're doing right. this every single day. Yep, and it also helps if you just record different things. So like one of the, one of the ways that I would get content for check as I was going about with my lawn care business is I would just press record on the camera. And then as I was going about, I, 
I would make a mistake. I would, I would see something that I could later go back and clip that and then dub over the, the audio and explain it. Mm-hmm. That was where a lot of the content came from is I just had the camera going and something would happen and I would use that as an opportunity to educate people about why you do something or why you don't do something or how you should do something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Number five. Number five. Quite possibly the most important one. Best for last. The best for last. All right. Yeah. So number five, we've spent all this time making videos and memes and fun entertainment, slow-mo. There's, you know, fast forward, all this sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The most important thing we need to do is a call to action post. So a call to action post is your pitch. What do you want them to do? So this is your offer. This is go to my website, sign up for sign up for a free estimate, or go to my website and do this. Go to my page and and hit message and send me a, hit me up, send me a message. You're asking them at this point to purchase from you. So yep. here's how this works. You do put forth a lot of energy and effort to get them to follow you, to trust you, to kind of position yourself as the authority, to entertain them. You've done all this stuff and now there's a connection. And so because that connection exists, you can go in and ask them for your, ask them to, to purchase from you. That's right. And at the end of the day, that's what you want, right? Now, I do want to give a warning because this is what's going to set you apart from most of the other folks out there doing social media is all they do is sell on social media. Mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake. Mistake. It's a mistake. All they do is like, hey, buy this, buy this. Here's our offer. Here's our discount. My point is we we try to follow what's called like the 80-20 rule where 80% of your posts are the inform, the entertain, the educate, and the engage. And that 20% you hold back, that's that's when you ask them. You go in and go in for the go in for the the kill. Not really a kill, but you go in for the sale, yeah. right? You're trying to land the sale. That's right. And that's the whole point of it. So make sure you ask. Some people get so caught up in making fun stuff that they never actually ask people to, to purchase from them. Other people get so caught up in just asking people to purchase that they don't they haven't built that rapport and that relationship with people. Yeah. Another tip that I would give about specifically call to actions. I remember whenever we had just started on TikTok, I did not make a call to action for probably two to three weeks. It was just building up. It was a period of building up rapport and building up trust with our followers. And we we gained tens of thousands of followers in those first few weeks. It was it was a very quick, very quick ascent to, you know, this, you know, this point. And you know, the the reason why we got on TikTok straight up was to to get the word out about our app for home service operators. Mm-hmm. And we wanted people to download it because we we believed in it. And, and so I made all this content to help add value. But then it came time to do that first call to action video. And I actually merged some, one of the other types with a call to action. Now, if you just come out of the gate selling, what I found is that those those pieces of content did not do as well. Mm-hmm. But the first the first call to action I did, I, I, I honestly, I stumbled onto this. What I did was I, I merged educate and inform mm-hmm. with a call right, to action. Right, yeah. I remember it <clears throat> because it, it, it was a, that in that day, we, in one day, we broke the record for our largest month of registrations. 
the lesson is that if you do this right, you should see a spike in sales or engagement on those days that you do call to action or shortly after. And the cool part, I remember that video. I said, these are the biggest issues that new operators face. It it was no longer than 30 seconds. The call to action was the last few seconds. That was it. But again, I'm adding value. I'm communicating to them about something that they would want to know, but then throughout it, what was I doing? I was showing screenshots or me, screen recordings of me interacting with the app and how what I was talking about as far as a issue that new operators face was able to be handled through the app. And then at the end, I simply said, go get our app for free today, link in our bio. Yeah. And I'm telling you like literally in one day, more people registered in that day than in, in our biggest month ever. Yeah. And I, it was really it was really powerful. Yeah, I think it's important too to to talk about scale too. Like yes. before we bring this home, like mm-hmm. when we we posted stuff on TikTok and that was at like kind of right as it was getting hot, right? You That's know, right. we we sort of got in at a good time. We did. And got scale that is hard to reproduce, but I would argue that it's scale that you like at, at that home service providers don't need. You know, 100 thumbs up a hundred, you know, is, is a hundred. If those hundred people are in your community, that's way better than 10,000 people who are scattered across America. You know what I mean? Completely agree. Right. So it's like, don't, don't get yourself down. If you're, if you're posting stuff, whether it's a reel or just even a a video on your Facebook page, if you're not getting thousands of views, thousands, it, it doesn't matter. What matters is who are the, who, who's watching it, who's engaging with it. It's people in your community that that we're looking for, again, when we're focused on home service providers. That's right. And we we also cover that in more detail in our other podcast episode about social media. So again, go listen to that. Okay, bring us home. Bring us home, Matthew. What is the one thing you want folks to do after listening to this episode? Okay, so what we want you to do is think of one post that falls in each of those five categories, inform, entertain, educate, engage, and a call to action. Think of one video idea, one piece of content that falls in each of those five categories and write that down this week. And what we want you to do is draft two of them or bank two of them, create two of them and get ready to post them over the next seven days. Okay, so from whenever you hear this within the next seven days, get an idea for all five of those categories, draft two of them, create two of them and then post them. Now, Again, we said that we had an awesome resource for them at the at the end. So what we want you to also do to help get those creative juices flowing is to go to the link in the show notes. And what we what we made for you is a 28-day social media posting plan. This is going to help you generate different ideas like if you feel stuck on this on that first assignment of coming up with the different ideas. There's 28. Go get those. 28 and ideas. That, and and it's okay if it, we said go go make five. It's okay if you pull five from those different things. We want you to go get those. Okay? So remember, at Check, we're here to champion you, the operator. If you got any sort of value from this podcast, if you learned anything, please leave us a good rating and review wherever you get podcasts. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you never miss another episode. And if you ever have any ideas on what content you want us to create, whether it be on our social media channels or this podcast, 
please email us at podcast at hellocheck.co or go join our Discord and hit us up on one of those channels. 